Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good evening. Welcome to Elvis Targeted Individual Community Call. It's Tuesday, March 21st, 2017. So it's been a long haul for my uncle, who I moved up from L.A. So some of you guys remember when I was down in Koreatown uh, in L.A., and I moved back up here when my uncle, um, he crashed in his kidney, stopped functioning, he almost died. He happened to be down in Southern California at the time, and I was called to help out at the hospital while he was there. And so that was back in uh, shortly, it was during the Thanksgiving of 2014. And um, I was asked to come up and help him out since I wasn't employed at the time. So I moved back to the peninsula where I was born and raised and um, helped out a little bit. And he's been in and out of the hospital for the last couple of years. And his struggle finally ended today. But there was something that I noticed. Um during all of it, and it has to do with his fiance who suffers from something called martyr syndrome. But what I realized was this whole concept of this perpetration that targeted individuals, victims of this cult-driven, state-sponsored domestic terrorist organization, uh, that it's a mentality. And the mentality is to constantly um, pick at a person, mainly to usually provoke them, but it's that constant uh, being around or, or touching or utilizing and just it's a constant um, interfering with another person. And this, this woman was the living, breathing um, version of the perpetrator where she would never give my uncle any rest. She would hover around him. She would touch his pillow. She would call his name repeatedly, and never giving him any peace, even to today, when he passed, uh, you know, fluffing, doing his pillows, and can't sit down for two seconds without having to touch, or poke, or prod, or, or interfere, or hover, and that's exactly the mentality of the perpetrator community, and it was really interesting to watch this pathology It really is a psychiatric uh, malady in these individuals who are actively participating with this state, corporate, and academia-sponsored domestic terrorist organization. It's this never stopping, never allowing that person to have any peace. And that they are so deluded in their minds that the vast majority of them believe that what they do is for some greater good, from no, some noble cause. But in reality, when the people started looking at it from the outside in, everybody in the hospital knew this person is crazy. That they can't stop. That they have this drive, this obsession, this obsessive-compulsive disorder, almost. 
to just keep picking at that person and never giving that individual any peace. Even to today, when he passed, fixing his mask, thinking that maybe they should start feeding this person who was in palliative care, which is, is basically comfort care for end of life, and never, ever giving that person any peace. And watching that person was this, 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 this clear picture of the perpetrator community, lock, stock, and smoking barrel, that they just don't know how to stop because they're so obsessed with their own drives and their own whatever it is. You know, it's it revenge or it doesn't matter. They're driven. They're compulsive in nature. And it shows me that there's nothing wrong with the target. There's a sick pathology that's been allowed, like a viral incurable disease called the perpetrator community that every one of these individuals who thinks they're the pillars of mental health because she thinks she's the pillar of mental health has these serious, serious psychological disorders. It is not the target because we're not going around bothering people. I have to walk into the doors after spending my afternoon and saying goodbye to my uncle to walk in because there's a group of them out there who decide to mess around with my internet connection <laughs> because they think it's funny. But they don't realize that they're allowing their own selves to turn in to these, what they would consider looking at the way she handled my uncle. And they would say, oh, she did a really good job, really, because she touched him. She never gave him any peace. She called his name repeatedly. I don't, you, every single person saw her interfering with everything. She was the expert, more so than the doctors, more so than the nurses, taking it upon herself to say, oh, I know better than everybody else. And that is exactly the mentality of your cult-driven nationwide network of domestic terrorist perpetrators. They have that exact same mentality. But if they were to pick up a mirror, just like I say, pick up the mirror and look at all the tactical operations that Scientologists use to former Scientologists, and yet they don't see their own selves because they are so indoctrinated and brainwashed that it is not the target that suffers from psychiatric maladies. It is truly the perpetrator community. And in the end, every nurse, the doctors, the respiratory therapist, they all looked at her. They said, oh, it's really hard on you, the family. Actually, no, what was really hard on the family was this fiancé and interfered every step of the way. Then they, the comfort care comes in and says, well, it's time for giving him what's called a morphine drip. It's a pediatric morphine drip, so it's not like ma massive levels of morphine, but to keep that person so they never get come out of this agitation and the uncomfort of, uh, of basically dying, of kidneys that no longer function. Of a lung that's filling with fluid. 
of feeding, of a breathing mask that helps them to breathe. They're called BiPAPs. That's the next step from being intubated, where it breathes for you. And it was always something. And not being allowed to let that person go because whatever the psychological malady that that person suffers from believes that you need to, you think you're doing something for a noble cause, for a just cause, because you're helping that person, but you never give them any peace. And that's exactly what the perpetrator community is all about. It is not a target who suffers from psychiatric maladies. It is every single member of this domestic terrorist, cult-driven, state corporate, and academia-sponsored, sanctioned, and covered-up domestic terrorist organization. If you want to neutralize people with maladies, then you've got a nationwide network that you need to send a signal through their brains to neutralize that obsession. But watching it week after week, and it was always about that person, no matter what happened, it was about that person. That's a raging narcissist, not only a martyr syndrome, but narcissistic in nature. Everything was about that person. It always came back to about me, about me, about me. That's how it was put. And I said, it's not about you. It's about a man who's sitting in the hospital room who's suffering. And you want to be in control of everything. Just like your perpetrator community, people who are powerless and cannot control the outcome become more obsessed with trying to control somebody else. Once again, a malady from the perpetrator community. They want to control an outcome of somebody else. Why? Because they have no control or power within their own miserable lives. So they try to make a target as miserable as they are. It is some of the most pathetic excuses for human beings out there who hide in plain sight that try to make themselves look like they're the martyrs or the good guys when in reality they're sick and twisted in their own deluded minds. So even to the end, she comes out, and we're the grieving family. I've spent much time caring about my uncle, and I always did it for him because she showed her true colors to me in the very beginning. And she takes me by the arm, and she says, I have something very important to ask you. And what was it to use me some more to go help her clean my uncle's house for people when they came over? And that's just like your perpetrator community. They don't want you to have a career like I had. They want you to to barely survive because that's all they think about who you are and where your lot is in life. And so watching the whole thing was like watching perpetrators' mentality on a daily basis. Touching, prodding, poking, calling. And my uncle was just like, just wanted some peace. 
and she couldn't give it to him. And that's just like the perpetrator community. They don't give you any peace. I can't walk in my door without them thinking it's okay to fuck with something else, to turn on some noise, to interfere, to try to control. That they think that what they're doing is for the greater good, for some just cause, to advance science and technology. Yet every one of those, every one of those perpetrators, I'm sure has seen the way she, that this, the fiancé was in that hospital room. Everyone at the hospital knows about who she is. And yet all those people who would actively participate would say that that is not who they are. Just like when we showed the image of them, of Scientologists and the tactical operations they utilized on former members of Scientology, they still cannot see it. Because when people are indoctrinated and brainwashed into a false belief system, you could put the truth right in front of them and they still would not acknowledge it. So then the handlers come up with another narrative, another negative false light narrative about the justification. See, my story has never changed from when they went live in 2006. The only thing that's changed is the names of the operations that I have since found out about. I don't have to change my story because I'm a victim of the crimes that they have committed and their relentless pursuit to win. But what are they going to win? They, they think they're going to prove themselves right? Hey, I'm not hiding. You think I did something wrong, then you are welcome to walk, knock on these doors and let's go to court. I've been asking to go to court on all of this since they went live in 2006. I can't even walk down the street from my, the three sisters because I live right close to them. The three sisters, I walk out of their house and walk home, and you have the, these jackasses tell, saying, fuck you, to me, while I'm walking to my home. So I yelled out, come here and say it in my face, motherfuckers. Because I'll go ghetto on you. I've got plenty of rage. But they have to hide in the background or be in a car so they can run away. They have to be at a distance because they're cowards. They have to use technologies, weaponized technologies, because they don't have the courage to face off in a court of law. But what was most, like I said, interesting was to watch this woman just thinking she's this martyr. And everything was always, every, every conversation always came back to her. And it never was about my uncle, who was the one who suffered through the whole process in all these years. It was always about her. And that's exactly the mentality of the perpetrator community. They don't care about the victim. They only care about themselves. Oh, they don't like what a target says. So they're going to retaliate. 
And it's really sad that we have that many people in society who basically need to have their brains neutralized. Because they haven't done jack fucking shit for a targeted victim. They didn't do anything for any greater good other than what serviced them. It was all about them. Raging narcissists. So like I said, everyone at the hospital knows what she was like. So he's he's on his last days and the comfort care or the hospice that was in the hospital wanted to give him morphine because that's a humane way to allow someone not to be uncomfortable because they stopped the dialysis, which means the toxins were poisoning his body and the fluids were filling up to include his stage four in his left lung, cancer. And he had many other complications. <clears throat> Initially, I found out that he was prescribed something called Ativan. Ativan is a benzodiapazine, not unlike Valium or Xanax. It's an anti-anxiety. And my uncle had a lot of anxiety because he dealt with the craziness of that woman. Just like we have to deal with the craziness of an entire network of mentally ill people. And so she didn't give it to him other than when she thought he was anxious. But usually at that point, he was struggling to breathe and he was in pure and concentrated panic. And when your adrenaline is flowing like that, any medication you take, and targets will know this, because when they go live on you, chances are you go to your doctor and they give you some type of sleeping pill or whatever. And none of it works because your adrenaline is going full blast. And he was in panic mode because he could not breathe. Now, she could have given that to him right after he got out of dialysis because that's usually when he had his problems to allow his body to become more relaxed. So that when these episodes came on, he didn't get to the point where he was through the roof panicking, but he was at a level where when it happened, he would be better able to handle it. Mind you, this fiancé is a retired registered nurse from Kaiser down in Southern California. And she knew because she takes Ativan herself. Yet she didn't give it to my uncle who suffered through all of it because she knew better than anybody else, just like the perpetrator community. They know so much more about what they think you are as the targeted individual. But they only know what their handlers want them to know. So it started with that, and that just set me off because when I realized that he, was, he could have used that to keep him at a level where he didn't suffer through constant anxiety, just suffered through it, and he could have utilized this medication to help keep him calm or calmer. So then we get to the palliative care, which is the end days, and they offer him this drip, this morphine drip. 
instead of asking the nurses when he gets agitated to come in and give him some Ativan or some morphine, Dilaudid, which is a morphine-based medication. And those two are generally used through end life, especially with people who are terminally ill and suffering through, like, say, renal failure, where the body is filling with fluids and toxins or cancer. And they asked again. First they asked on Sunday, then they asked yesterday. And she just looked at them, him. But because she was number one on the advanced directive, medical directive, well, I don't think so. We'll have to ask him. Well, he's pretty much in a state where it would be more humane to allow that person to drift and never have to get anxious or uncomfortable. And yet she, as a registered nurse, still did not allow him to have it. Other than when we had to run out there and get the nurse to give it to him. He could have had a continuous drip. Once again, would be the mentality of the perpetrator community to allow someone to suffer until the day they die. So I don't have to see the faces because I already know the faces. But it was to watch it in full-blown action. Now this woman is probably not a perp, but she has the psychopathologies of a perpetrator. And these are mental illnesses. And they're dangerous kinds because they allow for people to suffer. And the only people who need to be neutralized and watched are not the targeted individuals, but the people that allow themselves to be manipulated by negative false light narratives, by experts at propaganda and manipulation and psychological operations, and to give them and fill their minds with a bunch of fucking bullshit. And pitting our family against each other based on her lies that she told so that she would get her way. Yeah, let's talk about the lies that this woman told from one relative to another, from brother to sister, from aunt to nephew. Everyone being told a different story to be lied to so that that person could get their way to look like the innocent victim in all of it because that's what your perpetrator community also does. They believe that they are the victims of the target, which they believe justifies what they do to that individual. But the reality is, in my case, with my perpetrator community, 99% of these people are absolute strangers. I have no idea who they are, and I personally don't give a shit because I don't get involved with other people's lives like that nor do I take the time to directly interfere. But these strangers think they have a vested interest in someone they don't even know, but they're going to destroy that person because somehow they believe in their deluded mind that that target deserves it. 
These are some of the most sick, twisted people out there. And they're being promoted by state, corporate, and academia sponsorship to allow such psychopathic mentalities to run amok and then say that what those crazy people are doing is for the right reason, but point the finger at the victim of the crime and try to call them a name. That was one thing from the very beginning. No one calls me a motherfucking name and thinks I'm going to let them get away with it. But that's the perpetrator community in a nutshell. And I'm not talking a nutshell like as in a walnut shell. I'm talking about nut as in goddamn motherfucking crazy. Because that's what your perpetrator community is. We need protection from all that craziness of cult mentality, of brainwash minds. They have to use coercive force coercive, weaponized, mechanical means to get us to do something, all they needed was propaganda. And look how easy they turned. They are not the best and the brightest that are out there across this nation. They are the literal weakest link in all of humanity. I hope my uncle rest in peace because he's free. You live free or you die trying. But it was really interesting to watch it in motion. From From the outside looking in at someone who just couldn't leave someone alone. But all along, it was all about how that person gave up everything and that person did everything and that person was this and it was about that person and all this stuff, everything about them. And the focus was never on the actual victim who was suffering. It was all about them. I know all about that. I've been living with them who believe they have done so much for all the right reasons, but they can't see themselves in what they did to the victim. Because that's how deluded the mind becomes when they're indoctrinated into an absolute false belief system. I don't see that person as a hero or having given up everything because there was always an ulterior motive from the beginning. Just like the perpetrator community, just like the handlers, just like the scientists and the neurologists and the weaponization of all these technologies, everybody else had their own agendas because it was something that they believed they would get out of it for themselves. None of these people gave up anything. But the victim loses everything. So I can't feel bad. Because I've lived with people with that mentality for years. The only problem is I never knew there were so many, so fucking 
many of them out there. So if you're going to use these neurotechnologies, So I think I just cut myself off. But what I wanted to say is that it's amazing to look at it from the outside in and see a person who's so relentless in their false belief system that they just can't give someone else peace. And that the sickness that drives that is something that maybe they should be using these technologies, especially the neurotechnologies, to neutralize right out of the brains of the people that they radicalize. Because it is very disturbing to see that. And it's amazing that there are so many people in society who don't approve of it, but yet they keep silent. So rest in peace, Uncle, because you're free now. And I'm sure you're getting an earful from your brothers and sisters who are all uh, gone. But it's amazing to have seen that from the outside, looking in of the relentless nature of people with these obsessions and these false belief systems that somehow they're the good people. They do everything for the right reasons, for the just reasons. And they're so deluded in that belief system that they literally, literally, it's just, it's just, it's, it's mind-boggling. So these perps can think whatever they want to, because I personally don't give a shit and I never have. That's why I say exactly what I think. But I know who they are, and they can't ever hide. They can be a mile away, but I can recognize them from from just looking at them because they all have a look after a while. But that autonomous, they don't have a critical thinking bone in their body. They just go along with the program. But what they are not, are the best and the brightest. They literally represent the weakest link in all of humanity. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.